0: In this week's episode of TechSs, I'm going to be talking about the top five industries that are affected by cybercrime. And if you're in one of these industries, you're definitely going to want to listen to this episode so you can find out how cybercriminals are targeting your business. But first up, I just want to tell you a little bit about the IT Services Buyer's Guide that we have. This is a free document on our website. You don't have to enter any information to get access to it. You just need to head over to www m3networks.co.uk forward slash buyer's guide and you'll be able to click the link and get the download. And this is going to give you loads of information to help you understand the questions that you need to ask any potential IT partner in your business or indeed just go back and ask these questions to your existing IT company and then you can help find out whether you're being served correctly and whether there's any gaps in the IT support services that you are being offered. Now, let's get back to the episode. So a few days ago, or probably about a week and a bit ago, by the time you're listening to this, I was speaking and presenting at our cyber lunch and learn event, which we co-hosted with the Dundee and Angus Chamber of Commerce over in sunny Dundee. And when I was speaking to a few people after the event, one of the questions that someone asked me was, "Does cyber crime affect all businesses equally, or all industries equally?" And I know it doesn't. But if someone's asked this question, it's maybe not something that's commonly known. So I wanted to put out an episode talking about the top industries that are affected by cybercrime. There's five top industries that I'm going to talk about, although that's a bit misleading because one of those industries is not an industry that I expect anyone listening to the show is going to be operating in. And it's certainly not an industry that we operate in ourselves as a business. So we're going to skip over that one and you'll find out what that is in a few seconds. Now, on the flip side, people might think, what are the industries that are not so affected by cybercrime? There are some. At the risk of making people in those industries feel complacent, or more complacent than maybe they already think they are, I'm not going to talk about them. Because, like I said, I don't want to give off the wrong vibes that if you're in one of those industries that's least affected, that it's okay for you to just become complacent and not take cybercrime seriously because it still does affect every business, it's just that there's some that affects a little bit more than others and we're going to get into those right now. So before we get down into the nitty-gritty of this episode, let's just start with a bit of an introduction. If you've not heard me talk about cybersecurity already, then I suggest you go and check out some past episodes of Texas. It's probably the most covered topic on the show and for a very good reason Because cybersecurity is the number one threat to most businesses these days, and it's also the one thing that binds all businesses together. Regardless of what industry you're in, we all face a common enemy, cybercrime. We're in the midst of a bit of a global digital transformation. Businesses moving to the cloud, advanced AI, blockchain, NFTs, all this new stuff, right? The Web 3.0. And I recently just did an episode with a great speaker called Sean Delaney, who talked about blockchain and NFTs and Web 3.0 and what that can mean to smaller and medium-sized businesses and not just little drones of stuff online that people seem to spend ridiculous money on for NFTs. And it's not just about cryptocurrency and those kind of scams that go along with that. So, of course, technology is a double-edged sword. So on one side, it's going to give us almost limitless possibilities. We can improve things so much in our business. We can become more efficient. We can become better at delivering service to our customers. Productivity can go through the roof. But of course, with limitless possibilities also comes limitless vulnerabilities. Cybercrime is just increasing year on year. And the pandemic, working from home, hasn't helped slow it down. It's probably increased it. We've all moved away from the office. We had this nice bubble of the office where we had this network that we could protect and everyone lived inside of it and everything was cool. When that bubble burst, everyone's working from home. People working from either their house or perhaps a local coffee shop and much more than what they did before. Now, securing your IT estate is much more complex. So it's something that is not going away and something that we all need to pay attention to. And let's be honest, it's also one of the least invested areas of technology in most businesses. Most businesses don't have a cybersecurity budget. I ask this at events that I present at, I ask people to raise their hand if they have a cybersecurity budget, and no hands go up. This is really worrying, because if I ask people how much they spend on other forms of risk management, because effectively this is all this is right all we're doing is managing a risk that we have in our business so businesses will be dealing with health and safety risk and fire risk and other types of risk in their business but cyber just isn't something that people are actually dealing with because they chuck cyber into the it bucket and just wrongly assume that their it company is going to do something about it or is doing something about it or is magically going to bail them out of the hole once a cyber attack hits And you might think that cybersecurity doesn't concern small businesses. It's just the big tech giants, the financial companies, the government agencies that are targets. The answer is both yes and no. And while the high profile breaches grab the headlines, smaller attacks and less publicized attacks on businesses like yours happen daily. In fact, statistics show that About 43% of cyber attacks are targeted at small businesses. The attackers understand something that many business owners overlook. Big companies do have more to lose. They also often have much better defences. Small to mid-sized businesses frequently offer easy pickings or lower hanging fruit, as I like to say. And the consequences of a breach aren't just immediate financial loss. There's the lasting damage to your brand loss of customer trust, potential legal costs, and then the cost of recovery. And some statistics said that 60% of small businesses that fall victim to a cyber attack will go out of business within six months. Just think about that. It's not going to maybe have an impact immediately overnight, but the impact on cash flow, either because you've lost sales, lost customers as a result of the attack, or just the cost of recovering from the attack alone Put such a dent in your cash flow that your business wasn't able to recover and carry on. Now, this episode isn't to preach or get on my soapbox. I've done that enough in other episodes. The one thing to understand from my point of view is it's incredibly frustrating when you can see what's going on and you know that businesses, some of our customers just aren't taking this seriously enough to actually do something about it before something bad happens someone said to me the other day this must be a fast-moving thing mark it must change all the time I'm like yeah daily I literally come into my email inbox in the morning and have so many newsletters and alerts about cyber security stuff that's going on that you effectively just switch off to it sometimes there's too much information there's this thing and this thing and what's the next thing and oh this thing's just happened and we've just discovered this other vulnerability or exploit it's noisy and you can't pay attention to it all no one can so what can you do? that's the real question the sad reality of cybersecurity is just don't make yourself an easy target this is why I always say to people I use that old analogy of if you and I are in the woods and we get chased by a bear I don't need to outrun the bear I just need to outrun you now that might sound sad in a way but it is the reality because you're never going to make yourself 100% cyber safe. 100% security doesn't exist. There is always going to be a potential for something to go wrong. So ask yourself this, how secure is your business from a cyber point of view? Do you know how secure your business is? If I was to ask you to score your cyber security out of 100, where would you put yourself? 53? 82? Anyone going to ever say a 100? If you can't confidently say you're at least a 90 or 95 out of 100, then you know that there's work that you need to do. The question is, are you going to take action before something happens, or are you going to wait till something bad happens and then do something about it? And you might not believe me here, even after businesses have been hit by a cyber attack, they don't actually do much about it. They recover from the attack, they think, well, that's happened. It's unlikely to happen again because... If you've been in business for 20 years, you've never had a cyber attack, an attack happens. You might think, well, maybe another 20 years before that happens again. The harsh reality is, is that most businesses that get hit by a cyber attack get hit by a, another attack quite quickly after the first one. Because if you've paid a ransom or you've had data breached or something, the attackers know that you're vulnerable. And they know the stuff that I'm telling you right now. They know that the chances of you suddenly finding a cyber security budget in your business to do something about protecting from an attack, you know, another attack, it's pretty slim. So, you quite often see the attackers coming back for a second piece of the cake. So, that's enough ranting about cybersecurity and problems and why businesses aren't investing in it. I promised I was going to tell you the top five industries that are affected by cybercrime. So, let's get into that segment. I promised I was going to tell you the top five industries that are affected by cybercrime. So let's get into that segment. So I said this earlier on in the episode that there's a top five, but there's really a top four because one of these industries, probably no one listening to this is going to be in. So let's just get that one out of the way first. And that's government. So local, national government obviously hold a huge amount of personal data. And we see a lot of cyber attacks, specifically more over in the US where Like local and state governments have been attacked. And like I said, it's something that I'm not going to touch on because there's no point. I don't think anyone listening to this will be working in government. We don't work in government. We work for people like yourselves, small and medium-sized business owners and IT decision makers out there. There's no point talking about something that's not relevant to us. Just know that government is affected quite a lot. Someone else can worry about that problem. So the first one I want to talk about is healthcare. So the healthcare industry has consistently been a major target now for quite a few years, particularly because of obviously the COVID pandemic. And since 2020, healthcare data breaches, uh, the cost of a breach in healthcare, I should say, has increased over 50%. So for the 13th year in a row, the healthcare industry has reported the most expensive data breaches. Now, a lot of the stats in cybersecurity are in US dollars, but the average cost of a breach in the healthcare industry is just over $10 million. And one of the biggest ones on record stands at about $115 million, I believe. This was actually back in 2015. So you can imagine if that attack happened now, would probably be asking for a lot more money. So back in 2015, a company called Anthem disclosed that attackers had access to this corporate database by way of a phishing email. As usual, Quite often a lot of these attacks, I think about 90 odd percent of cyber attacks start with a phishing email. Someone's clicked on something and the attackers are able to gain access to the company's system that they store all their patient records on. And the hackers stole nearly 79 million records that contain the patient and employee data. This compromised names, addresses, social security numbers, birth dates, medical IDs, insurance membership numbers income data and employment information and this was the largest healthcare cyber attack in history and this happened in indiana in the states like i said cost 115 million dollars because the company agreed to pay that to resolve the litigation as part of the settlement they were also ordered to implement sweeping changes to its data security systems and policies and to nearly triple its cybersecurity budget wrote the US district judge who approved the settlement. So this was a settlement that they actually had to pay to the government so cyber attacks in healthcare industries are absolutely huge and like I said probably more common in the US than it would be over here in the UK but still the top industry that is affected because of course in healthcare you need access to your information all the time 24-7 medical records absolutely treasure trove of personal information right next on the list is the financial sector banks credit card companies any other financial institutions that deal with vast amounts of money highly sensitive data it's going to be a huge motivator because of course financial gain is the primary motivator for cybercrime and directly targeting the finance sector is an obvious choice right follow the money and moreover the details that they get from financial breaches, credit card numbers, bank account details can be quickly monetized to either accessing those accounts or selling that information on the dark web. Now in at number three is the retail industry. Obviously commerce has increasingly been shifting online so retailers both e-commerce and traditional brick and mortar businesses become more enticing targets so Retailers process huge amounts of payment card transactions. So, of course, this makes them prime targets for cyber criminals looking for cardholder data. Point of sale, or EPOS systems in particular, have historically been vulnerability. And e-commerce platforms, if not secured appropriately, can expose customer data and financial information. Now, interestingly enough, here at M3 we don't really deal with much retail customers, particularly because some of the reasons that are quite commonly known that a lot of retail businesses don't invest heavily in IT and maybe don't see the need or value working with an IT partner which of course, if you think like that cyber criminals know this as well your mindset and the way that you perceive your business with technology has a huge impact on whether you're going to be targeted or not So the last sector I want to talk about and this is a really important one for us because we actually have quite a lot of customers in this sector, is manufacturing. At first glance, this might seem a less obvious target, but manufacturers are increasingly come under cyber threats because the rise of the Internet of Things or the industrial Internet of Things means that many manufacturing processes and systems are now connected to the Internet. And of course, anything that's connected to the internet, if it's not appropriately secured, can become an entry point for cyber criminals. Intellectual property theft is another reason. Designs, patents, trade secrets, helping manufacturing firms can be worth millions and millions of pounds. The other thing that the manufacturing sector totally understands is downtime. And it's the thing that manufacturing businesses want to avoid more than anything. So, if a cyber Criminals can disrupt your manufacturing process, take you down for a day, two days, a week, longer. What is the impact on that? If you're a manufacturing business, you tend to be supplying or manufacturing either a finished product or parts that go into another product and you're part of a supply chain. And your end customer, the knock on effect to them, if you can't produce whatever it is that you're producing, your blue widgets or red thingamajigs, whatever it is, the impact to your supply chain, the knock-on effect, and to the end customer can be huge. A cyber attack in the manufacturing industry doesn't just affect that business, it affects a whole chain of things, right? Manufacturing, like I said, understands downtime and will pretty much do anything they can to prevent that. But a lot of them aren't actually paying too much attention to the cyber threat. They think about downtime from machines and equipment and the internal things. And of course, as I've just said, most of these things are now increasingly online and and connected to the internet, which means they are a target. Manufacturing is a huge potential lucrative target for cyber criminals. So if you're a manufacturing business, then it's absolutely critical that you have your attention turned towards securing your business from cybercrime. Now, according to research from an organisation called Make UK, they claim that half of UK manufacturers were the victim of a cyber attack last year. And that's huge, right? Half. And of that number, 63% of them faced losses up to £5,000, 22 faced losses between 5000 and £25,000, and the rest suffered losses of over £25,000. That's news to me that 50% of UK manufacturers were victim of a cyber attack last year. Now, if you remember in the earlier episode, I said 43% of businesses would suffer a cyber attack. In the manufacturing industry, of course, as you can see, that is higher. It's up to 50%. So as always, the final question that people will normally have when we're talking about this kind of stuff is, what do I do about it, Mark? The answer is, you need to speak to a cybersecurity expert. If you want to get the ball rolling, if you want to have a chat about risks and vulnerabilities and specifically how your business can be affected, if you want to understand, hey, how good is my cybersecurity? What does my cybersecurity look like and how secure are we as a business? Then all you need to do is get in touch. There's absolutely no obligation when anyone is speaking to me to do any business with us, but I will always give some time and our best advice to anyone that reaches out because anyone... That actually takes steps to secure or to start securing their business and making their business a harder target for cyber criminals. I respect that. And I will give those people my time because they're given their time as well. And if they're interested and you're interested in improving your cyber security, then I'm all for that. And I will support you and back you as much as we can. And of course, if you decide that you want to actually do some business with us, and actually have us come in to help secure your business as a cyber security partner or potentially it partner then we'd love to have a chat about that too and you can do that quite easily if you head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet mark you'll see a little calendar widget where you can actually book an initial 15 minute quick intro chat with myself and we can take things from there if you'd like a quick chat with me about anything I've discussed in this episode, or you have a specific question about any aspect of your IT or cybersecurity, you can book a call in my diary. Just head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app for future episodes, where I'll dive deeper into other IT and cyber-related topics. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.